You're listening to The The Authentic Authentic Come Up. We're your hosts, Becky and Cameron. We are both moms, realtors, and your newest besties. Our purpose with this podcast is to be authentic, share real life experiences, and letting each other be true to ourselves. With a focus on entrepreneurship, positive mindset, and a community outreach within Houston, Galveston, and all around Texas. Let's make a difference today. Welcome to episode two, guys. We had an awesome first launch, y'all. Yeah. I know it was so exciting um, counting down the days to our first launch, and a lot of you watched. So yeah, we, we appreciate all the downloads and everything, y'all. So cool. We hope y'all enjoyed it. And um, also, if you didn't see in our community group on Facebook, we're doing a giveaway at 200 members, and we are already over 100. I know. So we're already halfway there, y'all. Yes, it's so exciting. I can't wait till we get to 200, and then we'll be giving away a gift card. Yes, so make sure if you're not yet, y'all join that. Yeah, awesome. But we're here today to talk to y'all, get into some kind of how we got here, our little bit of our story, in case you don't know us. Yep. Um, I know that Becky's friends and family don't know me and vice versa. Yep. So <laughs> a little insight, right? <laughs> you know, every time I kept saying Cameron, Cameron came in to my husband. He was like, what? Who? Right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we weren't, you know, I wasn't used to talking about I, you until r- it was bam, recently. Right. <laughs> I know. And my sister and like all my super close friends and my sister-in-law, they're all like, so who's this new friend you have? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we wanted to get into the topic today of just how we got here um, and give you a little bit of a history and backstory on us because we talked about how we met our first right. episode. So we wanted to talk a little bit about how we got here and how we, you know, became adults, really. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so for me, my story, I guess we'll go back from high school until now. Um, in high school, my junior year, I decided to go to Collegiate, which is at uh, College of the Mainland. Um, I was already working. I started coaching gymnastics at 15. Um, I did gymnastics growing up. It's the best sport ever. If you need to put your kids in a sport, gymnastics is totally the best. Teaches you just so many things. Um, I regretted quitting for so long. I really wish I wouldn't have quit when I did, but... Uh, I started coaching because I missed it so much. Okay, so when I turned 15, I saw, they reached out to me. I was like, hey, do you want to start coaching? And I was like, sure. So I went over there, helped out. Um, not too long, I became manager of the like recreational gymnastics side, not necessarily the team coaching. I didn't do any of that at the first gym that I worked at. I did all the fun stuff. <laughs> so when the little kids, it was, so, oh my gosh, so adorable. And I have kept up with some of them that was now – 12 years ago wow that was 12 years ago now and I still keep up with a lot of the parents and stuff on social media it's crazy to see how fast kids grow that's really made me see how fast they grow but it's so awesome it was definitely an experience so I did that every single day while I went to college so I just went to college studied coached gymnastics and the summertime I did many sessions in college still coached. I feel like I had too much free time. So I worked at Target. I would always get two or three jobs. <laughs> and also I was also babysitting for a couple of families during that time. Staying busy. Yeah. So you lived in Santa Fe right. your whole life. Okay. Um, I moved, well, I moved to Santa Fe in third grade third, or yeah. second grade. One of the two. I don't know. Because uh, originally from Louisiana. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. From Sulphur, kind of okay. by Lake Charles area over there. Okay. Cool. What made y'all move to... So my dad, so my aunt and my uncle had moved here first. So like all my family is in Louisiana. They had moved here first for my uncle's work and he had got my dad a job. Hmm. And so my dad was working over here, I guess like out of town a lot. 
Um, my mom did not want to leave her family, which is like her grandma and her dad at the time mainly. And which her grandma is like her mom. She raised her. And so we were really close to them. So she didn't want to move whenever she was getting older, you know. Um, and then Hurricane, I think it was Katrina came. Okay. I think that's the one that cleared out New Orleans pretty much. Okay. I may be wrong, y'all. <laughs> but whatever one, I was a little kid, so I don't remember too fully. But we had moved to Iowa, actually, for a summer because my dad ended up getting a job over there, and we needed to evacuate anyways. Oh, wow. Um, we had, they had sold their house, I believe. <laughs> and when the summer, after the summer was over, mom was like, okay, now's the time to move to Texas. You know, we already sold our house. Mm. Well, we get down. She's still homesick, can't do it. Mm. So then we rented in Louisiana for, I think, another year or so. And then another hurricane came. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then we had to evacuate again. And that time, it messed up our house that we were renting. And oh. so... That was the final straw to finally move over here. Um, and we always loved it because I don't know if y'all know anything about Sulphur or like Charles or Louisiana. It's just very different than like the Houston, Galveston area. Mm-hmm. There's just so much to do over here. Like, I've, I've been to Louisiana once and that was like a spur of the moment type. Deal. Oh, really? Like we were kind of like driving through and we decided to stay at a hotel I was like that. My it was like a gambling hotel, right? Isn't that Louisiana? Which pretty much like, that's all there is. Like in my pers- in my point of view, y'all don't get upset if you live in Louisiana. There may be more <laughs> things that I don't know about. I haven't lived there as an adult, but it seems it's really just like the gambling and like partying is really all there's to do. Okay. You know, even when I visit family and stuff, it's like the hotels. Which when they built the Golden Nugget and all that, that does help. But still, it's the same thing. Yeah. You know. That's like when I think of Louisiana, I think right. Of that's like, like gambling casinos right there. That's what it is, or just hanging out with your family, I guess. But yeah. over here, there's just so many things to do. You know, we have like main event, um, which they could go to the beach, but it's like I remember it being like an hour drive, I think, or so to really get to a good beach. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. we have the beach, we have the city. I mean, there's just so many things to do here. So once we moved here, um, it probably was challenging the first couple of years. Not for me. I was a little kid. I didn't really care. Yeah. Um, my sister was actually going into high school mm. freshman year, switching oh, to a whole new state and everything. Yeah. yeah. And she was actually pretty shy back then, too. Yes, Megan, I'm talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> but she was pretty shy. And so that was hard for her to move. Um, my mom, like, you know, like I said, she was like homesick a lot. Mm. Like literally when we were out of town for that whole summer, she made herself sick thinking about moving. Mm. Like the entire summer she was sick. Um, yeah, moving's scary. I mean, you know, especially if you don't, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And so, you know, finding, you know, your place in a new <laughs> state, new city, like right. friends, you know. And she just really didn't want to leave my grandparents. Yeah. But it was only a two and a half hour drive. So yeah. we went and seen them like every weekend or every other weekend for like the That's longest time. You know, yeah. it wasn't too far. Um, and so anyway, so yeah, grew up in Santa Fe. Um and when I went to collegiate, I did have to transfer to Dickinson because they helped pay for the collegiate program. They're like open district. I don't think they are anymore, but they were whenever I was in high school. So I technically graduated from Dickinson. Um, I never attended a class or a single thing there. Mm. So I didn't even go to the graduation. I had went to the Santa Fe graduation with my friends, which is also the day that me and Joshua, which is my fiance, started like talking as boyfriend and girlfriend, you know, mm. <laughs> and after that happened, we hung out for months. I had my own apartment before I graduated high school. Because, um, I mean, I was working. I was in college. It wasn't like I was in high school. Yeah. You know, I was like I was older. Um, so, and I was 18, obviously. So then once I turned 18, I got a, a roommate. 
And um, that was fun. (laughs) Fun while it was. It was fun while it was fun, right? Um, I graduated uh, high school and the collegiate program with my associate's degree at the same time. So, yeah, it was definitely a challenge, though, because I took a couple classes like three or four times. Like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. And I didn't start until halfway into my junior year. So I only went there for a year and a half. So, yeah, it was it was taught me hard work, taught me how to study for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, taught me that math was actually not my best subject, which I thought it was. Um, but then I just kept working and working forever, and me and Joshua stayed together. We moved in pretty quickly after the roommate situation didn't work out. Um, and then I had my daughter. <laughs> that happened pretty quick after uh, we moved in. How old were you when you? Uh, I got pregnant at 19. Okay. We were together for almost a year. Um, but I didn't meet him at graduation. Like I said, I went to the high school because we grew mm-hmm. up together. Knew him. Um, yeah. And I always knew. I was always waiting, like, for him to grow up so we can be together. And that was always my thing because I always just knew I had a thing for him, you know. I definitely went after him, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, so I got pregnant at 19. I turned 20. And then a week later, I had her. So her birthday is a week after mine. So we're exactly 20 years apart. Awesome. Yeah. So we were kind of young, but like I said, I've always just done things like I really wasn't that young. Yeah. Well, that's awesome that you were able to do that, you know, get your associate's degree before graduating or at graduation of high school. I mean, like a lot of people don't get that opportunity. So that's awesome. Um, I feel like that kind of helps you like grow up too. And, you know, you're not wasting time and all of that stuff. Yeah. I didn't enjoy high school. So I wanted to leave there as soon as I could. I feel like you do either (laughs) like really love high school or you really don't. And I'm I'm with you. I like really didn't like high school. I mean, (laughs) I'm really sad I didn't attend prom or stuff like that. Because since I had to transfer to Dickinson, like I couldn't get my own tickets. Like I couldn't be a part of those things. Mm. Now Joshua claims he knew that I wanted him to ask me to go to prom. And he didn't ask me, so he messed up that high school memory for me. But so whatever. You didn't go to any prom? No, no I never been to a prom. Oh, wow. Nothing. Okay. Um, my junior. Not that big. I mean, they're yeah. Know. My junior year, I had bought a dress to go, mm-hmm. and the guy I was gonna go with was not cool. <laughs> so I was only seventeen. My mom wasn't gonna let me spend the night at a, a beach house and I was in collegiate I didn't even hang out with really anyone in high school anymore anyways he had already graduated so like it was already complicated enough for me to get these tickets to go I definitely wasn't going to spend the night with the guy like we weren't even serious and so I guess he didn't like that so he ditched me the week of prom Mm. so I sold my dress (laughs) so I I picked out a dress at one point it was fun but that was it (laughs) yeah yeah but that's okay it was definitely not meant to be (laughs) prom is overrated I feel like I mean I went a few, I went to a few proms and I mean it's like it, whatever you know. Well, it's know. really like the fun of getting dressed and then yeah. going to the beach house it's like afterwards, your first right? Time going and getting like yeah, dolled up and your hair done. I mean, really, what time before that are you Never. going to get your nails yeah. done, your hair done for some special occasion? So right. I feel like yeah, like you you know, it's the memory of like getting fancy and yeah. having that dress and your heels and stuff, rather than like having the memories of like okay, yeah, I danced for right, two right, hours, right, you know? right. <laughs> In which, like, Santa Fe doesn't do, like, homecoming dances or anything like that either. So it was never anything. I mean, we did homecoming as in the football games. Like, we'll go all out with the moms and go crazy like that. Yeah, I don't remember having any kind of homecoming dance either. So, yeah, just the football games. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't have that in high school. But it was – I still don't regret it. I loved going to the collegiate program so much better. Mm -hmm. Like, 
we got like three hour lunch breaks. I only had to go to class some hours, you know, college. It was literally college. Like I didn't go to high school, I went to college. So it was fun. Um, but anyway, since then I just worked, worked, worked. And um, I served a while. And whenever, uh, whenever I had Jocelyn, after that, I was just like, I was coaching gymnastics mm-hmm. at a different gym. I was coaching team. I was in charge of the compulsory program. I did the floor and the beam. So I was like the owners of the gym, made sure the optionals were good. And then it was like me. And I was making no money, like hardly any money. And so when I was pregnant, well, for one, she did not want me to tell anybody I was pregnant Mm. because my partner coach was a girl and she was pregnant. Mm. And she was, um, I guess, kind of missing practice or like the parents looked at it as if, if you're pregnant, you can't do your job as a coach, which is a lie. Like, yes, when we get bigger, you're probably not going to spot certain things, but we're still there to do everything else. Yeah. You set up mats for these things, you know, like you don't have to have your hands directly on the kid, especially the team kids that are like more advanced, you know. And so it was the longest time she wouldn't let me tell them I was pregnant. Um, I worked Saturday mornings, and I always had the worst morning sickness. Mm, yeah, same. <laughs> and same. literally, when I was coaching floor, so luckily the bathroom was just, like, real close, I had to run out to the bathroom, like, five, six times to, to you know, vomit, <laughs> being <times>. pregnant. <laughs> and all the kids were just so confused. The parents were so confused. Like, if you're sick, why are you coaching, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I told my boss at the time, like, I have to tell them, like, I literally can't stop throwing up. Like, they have to know, you know? And so some of the parents got a clue. Um, But, yeah, so once I told them and I realized, like, the way she treated me, I didn't feel like I deserved the boss. And then I wasn't making any money. I'm like, I cannot do this and have kids. There's just no way. And, like, coaching gymnastics was my dream. Like, that's what I wanted to do. Like, I loved it. I wanted to own a gym. There is, like, no money to be made yeah. unless you're the owner and you do it really successfully, mm. which is very far in between around here. Right. Um, I've worked at a couple of gyms now. But, like, so I immediately had a – I that's when actually I got into real estate investing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was, like, looking up ways, trying to make money. I've always loved real estate. I've always loved homes. I thought it was just fun. I wanted to design. I love flip or flop, all those TV shows, you know. And so I had tried to get into real estate investing. I had also paid for my course to become a realtor mm. at that age. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay. When Jocelyn was like nine months old or so. Mm. Just a long time ago. And um, I remember I, pay, I used my first income tax okay. to like pay for that, uh-huh. pay for that course because it was like $1,000 at the time. Now yeah. I think you can get it for even cheaper, y'all. Yeah, I think like, like five, 600 bucks or yeah. something. I'm going to say 400 is like 460 is like what really? I paid. Yeah. yeah, I paid 1000 and it was online and I was also serving at the time I worked at Saltgrass and my cousin and then a friend that I worked with was trying to get their real estate license at the same time and they had started before me and they were saying it was um, they couldn't pass the test Mm. and so I was like oh let me try to get into this investing and someone taught me what a wholesaler is Mm -hmm. so if you don't know what that is a short form basically you get a house under contract at a cheaper price and you try to sell it to an investor at a more expensive price and you make the difference. Okay, short form. Great way to make some money. It really is, but there's more to it than that, right? Mm-hmm. And so somebody pretty much told me that, show, show me how much money I can make. And then I was all gun ho, paid $3,000 for a weekend course for investors. Oh. Yeah, naive me. <laughs> um, I did learn a lot, but then a month later, I joined the Houston Real Estate Investors. 
and they offered the same weekend course for free. Yeah, so tell me how mad Joshua was about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can imagine. And I had him going out, putting the little bandit signs everywhere all weekend long. We went to Houston, we went to Galveston. I was learning, okay? I was so naive. Um, someone pretty much realized I didn't know what I was talking about that much at the time, went around me on the contract. I thought I was going to make $10,000 on, mm. went around me. I didn't. My heart was broken. Mm. I said, screw all of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad. All the guys I was working with, I was like, nope, nope, not talking to any of y'all anymore. Done. Um, and then what did I do? I guess I just kept serving. Oh, yes. I had got a, uh, joined Primerica at the time. Primerica. Which is life insurance oh. and investments. Mm. And, like, teaching you about, like, financial planning. Mm. So I did love that. So I got my life insurance license. I loved that. But it's a little... It has changed a lot. I talked to some friends that are still in the business recently. It has changed a lot. When I was there, I felt like it was extremely difficult to actually make money. Um, and I was younger. People didn't want to listen to me at the time. Um, I gave it my all for like two solid years. <laughs> it was crazy how much I did not make money and how much I worked for that. Um, so don't 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 work too hard, y'all, to not <laughs> be worth it. But it is different now. There's definitely a lot more freedoms. I have some friends doing it, and they're doing awesome. They're killing it. Um, so that's great. But yeah, once I got into that and I realized how business worked and just so many things, that's really what changed my mindset is when I was in Primerica. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be around people that think differently to like start thinking differently. Yeah. You know, Surround like I yourself. knew I wanted mm-hmm. money because I went to college for finance because I was like, I want to know how to make money. So that's what I went for. And yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. my mind just <laughs> with Primerica. Seriously. It's seriously the best. No matter if I didn't make money, I will never regret it because I had learned so much. Yeah. That's what I always say. No matter like what circumstance you're in or whatever, you know, you got to think about the positive. Like, yes, you didn't make money, but you learned what you do know today. You yes. Know? And, like, like I feel so like you just take little tidbits of things with you and like you have to think about the positive. So Yeah, and it was, like, a very, like, you have to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. type business. Um, Like, I was prospecting in person, y'all. I went to Walmart just to talk to people and get their (laughs) name and number. Yeah, Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I got so out of my, I mean, not that I'm really a shy person to begin with, but that still is nerve-wracking no matter how outgoing you are. It's awkward, you know, going up to somebody you don't know, yeah. And, like, I've been prospected in the past, and I always, like, love it when they're prospecting. I'm like, you go. You're going to get it, know. <laughs> you know? That's how I am, too. I was oh, like, okay, I'll listen to you. Just, you know. Right. Like, I already know what you're saying because everyone's script is pretty much the same, right? <laughs> Even a phone call I got yesterday, I was like, oh, I love it. Like, keep going. I know what you're doing, you know. But it's it's awesome. I love it. Like, just put yourself out there, you know. Anytime, this is random, and anytime somebody wants you to do, like, a survey of some sort, like a restaurant or whatever, I always do this survey. I don't know. Oh, yeah, really? That's me. Like, that's the thing that I always do. Just I always do the survey regardless if you get a coupon or whatever attached to it. Like, just because feedback is important. And so, I mean, whatever it is, if it was somebody just random, like, on the bottom of a H-E-B receipt. I don't know. You know, I always just do this. Do you? I want to start. I always think about it, but I never get to it. Help somebody out. I know, yeah. I think it's the retail in me. Right. I I did retail for so long, and there was surveys and stuff. It just means a lot, you know, to those people working. I know. And, like, at Target, we were always pushing the red cards, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, when people offer, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. But I know it means so much to you, but I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but okay. yeah, like, so that's, once I did that and I was in Primerica, taught me business. Mm-hmm. So that what ultimately led me to start my own business. Mm-hmm. My sister has started making um, little girl's hair bows with like leather. And I never seen such a thing. You know, usually it's fabric or ribbon. And so I'm like, oh, that's cool. And and we're like, you know what? Let's try to make earrings because I've always been an earring girl. I love big earrings always, always. Every photo you find of me in the past, I have earrings on. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and so I tried and I went to Saltgrass. That's when I was, I was still working at Saltgrass during all this while I was pregnant with Jocelyn. That's whenever I left the gym. And I immediately went to Saltgrass when I was pregnant. So that's when, this is all kind of in the same year. (laughs) So many things, like I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, right? So many things happened that year I was pregnant because I was like, mind shift, whoop, this is not enough money. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That that pregnancy will do that to you. Literally. Um, So I went to Saltgrass and I had worked there after I had her too. Like I didn't quit after I had her. I still worked there for about a year after I had her. Um, and so I went there with my earrings on so many of my tables complimented them that day. And they were like, where'd you get them? You know, I have a boutique, I wholesale. I'm like, Oh Lord, let me start. So I started making earrings and it just exploded and just into the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, 2020 was obviously the best year. If you have a small business, you understand that 2020 is, is the best year, but it also kind of is a little, not the best because everyone had kind of started a small business in 2020. And so for a couple of us that were before, like I started in 2018 is whenever I started the earrings. So yeah, I wasn't pregnant whenever I wore them at Saltgrass because it was after, because she was born in 20, at the end of 2016. So I was still working there, but I wasn't pregnant. Okay. I'm like trying to remember so many things, (laughs) but it was in 2018 when I started and it was just going up, 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 like in sales. And y'all, y'all know I'm a money person. So obviously that's what matters to me uh, was like the sales. And 2020 was the best year ever. And then 2021, you know, people started realizing, you know, how to adjust to life. And money is different. Things have changed. Everyone knows that. Um, more people to support as well, which I do love collabing with like other shops and other boutiques and things like that for sure. I love it. Cause it, that was also my best year because I was collabing with everyone. You know, we were doing drops together. Everything was matching. I'll give you the whole outfit from head to toe. Like, um, and even that year, my, me and my sister opened up a woman's boutique too, um, online. We only did it for 2020. Um, just cause she had her bow business. I'm an earring business and we were just so busy. We couldn't make a third work at the time. But yeah, the earrings had made me stop doing all these other jobs. <laughs> like I had quit Primerica. I had quit Saltgrass. Um, I didn't look into real estate anymore because it was just doing so good. And I was like, this is where I need to dedicate my time. You know, time is money and that's what's doing good. And then I got pregnant with Colin in 2021, beginning of 2021. We were trying. I wanted to have another one. You know, we had moods and I was like, why not? Business mm-hmm. is doing great. We're fine. Like all that like I said in the beginning, I'm not good being pregnant, y'all. It was the worst. Like, I cannot stay awake. I cannot function. I cannot dedicate. I was working literally 16, 18 hours a day on earrings. Like, I would time it. Like, it was, I could not stop. That's how busy I was. Um, and I also had four other people working for me. They weren't, they didn't work that much, but they each had a job and they were the best. Um, and so when I got pregnant, things slowed down and it was been a slippery slope since. Still trying to get it back to where it was, but it's definitely, no matter what happens with staple piece, like 
it's the best thing still that's ever happened. It showed me that I can do it. Yeah. That's really what it showed me. It showed Joshua that I can do it. It showed me to have a little bit more confidence in what I'm doing. It's taught me so many things about business. Like if you haven't had a business and you think you know how businesses work, you don't. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All the things you don't think about, you know? Right. And so once I started going down that slippery slope, I was like, man, I regretted not being a realtor the entire 2020 when everything was blowing up. <laughs> I was like, man, I should have finished my license and all this. And I didn't. And so October 2022. So yeah, I already had him. And after a full year of, of having him as a baby, I was pushing and I still couldn't get it back up. And so I was like, I need to reevaluate what I want to do in my life. I can't keep being disappointed every single month. And I looked online and my classes were still there. Really? Wow. Yes. I did not have to pay again. That's nothing. And yeah. I was like, this is a sign. Mm -hmm. I have to finish these classes. Like even my first certificate, it says like 2017. <laughs> <laughs> like so long ago. But luckily I didn't really do much then. So it's not like I needed to really relearn a lot. So you did your first so there's six different sections right. to get your real estate. The law of you know. agency, which was probably so the hardest one. That was the first one that you yeah. did, but it was in 2020 or 2017. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And then you finished the rest in yeah. 2022. Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, it was to 2023. Um, I had studied from October until like March. It took me that long. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was trying to study and like our kids and like I still have my stable piece business. I still have to do everything. So I didn't get it done as fast as I wanted to. I do think if you dedicated your time, you could probably, how long did it take you? I feel like it took you quickly. To get my real estate license? Like how long did it take you to study and finish the course? Oh, <laughs> it took me three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's you not can. Typical. That's not typical. I, I always like, tell people like a month or two, you yeah. could probably get it done. You, or two to three months, you can yeah, get it done. I would say three. I mean, I would not recommend what I do. <laughs> Like I always tell people, people ask me that question all the time. I'm like, okay, I laugh because I'm like, okay, three weeks. But don't do that. <laughs> right. That's crazy. I, three I, I, like, weeks. I was getting like shingles. Like that's how like bad it is. I bet. Mm -hmm. Because like. Every there's six <coughs> there's six courses within your course pretty much, yeah. and each one you have to take like a video exam. Yeah, like six. It's different serious, exams. and you have to pass them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly, six different exams on top of taking your state exam and your national exam, right. which is proctored at a location. Like, yeah, you have to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. So Texas is like 180 hours. It's the most hours of all the states. Like to yeah. get your real estate license. Some people, I learned this too, and I'll talk about it later yeah. but you know some states like Arizona you take one test to figure right to, I've to seen complete that. all of your courses one test and then you take your state national exam I'm like what the heck and then yeah. it's only 60 hours oh wow so anyway and I mean and I see I feel like the course is like I was like so hard studying though like I wanted to know everything yeah, yeah. you know I was like I'm not gonna skim through this because like I said the last people I talked to getting the license they both told me they couldn't pass the test mm -hmm. and so I had that in the back of my head and I was like I'm not gonna let that psych me out I'm gonna go for it I'm gonna study like how I did in college even though I never made A's <laughs> in college. But I was like, I just love real estate. I want to do it. I need this now. Like the faster you get your license, the faster you can start working, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it wasn't until March I finished my license of last year. And then I took my test two weeks after. I gave myself two weeks from the time I finished the last course until my test to kind of do more testing. And then that's when I did the prep exam course. Mm -hmm. And that is everything, y'all. If you're thinking about becoming a realtor, buy that extra prep exam course, because mm -hmm. I swear it was like the same thing almost. Like yeah. 
There's um, a class that I actually went to in person for a prep exam. Oh, really? It was a two-day class. You go into per- go in person. There's their like an, their own book material. Okay. That literally, like if you study this whole book, which was maybe 150 pages or so, if you cram and, and study that whole book, like you're, you'll be good. Which you know I did. Right. So. And like, and I feel like. When not passing the test versus passing, it's like you do actually have to understand Mm -hmm. the material, you know, like even on some of the mini courses, like I'm not gonna lie, there was probably like one or two I didn't pass the first time. And and I could tell because I knew I just try to go quickly. I thought I was gonna remember it. No, you like really have to understand it. Like you have to because it's about numbers, not too much about numbers, but like percentages, you know, commission you want. That's the best part to me. I want to know how much I'm getting paid, right? (laughs) And the questions are tricky. I mean, yeah, you know, I don't want to spend too much long, you know, too long. Right, I know, right. (laughs) But like the questions are very tricky too. They like try to reword things Mm -hmm. um, and then you just get confused. And I think that's the biggest thing is people get confused with the verbiage of the question right. and they get it wrong you know but like that's kind of like how contracts and stuff yeah. really are so it's like you've I mean gotta really, know, yeah. you know you've got to know it but so. yeah so I passed my test first try it was the best day ever I, I cried like all day long I was so happy I was like this is it finally <laughs> like I love real estate I just want to dive into it and here we are almost not a year later yet a little bit about, so what April, is it, nine yeah. months ago? Yeah, almost a year, yeah. Yeah, awesome. so it's the best thing. So here we are. That's how I became really an entrepreneur and who I am today. Did someone come to mind while listening to this episode? If so, share it with them by taking a screenshot or send it to whoever needs to hear this message. Let's add a little positivity to their day. And don't forget to leave us a review and rating on whatever platform you're listening on, as well as checking out the links in the show notes to stay connected. And if you're a true bestie, make sure to join the Authentic Come Up group on Facebook. This is where we host contests, giveaways, and share sneak peeks and spoilers to next week's episode. See y'all there.